It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. Man, this guy is the real deal. We're waiting for him on the phone and he's got his own on-hold music. Here, have a listen. say it's a little repetitive but crazy he's also a pilot in fact he flies his band around the world when they do big tours and it's rare that they do and that we get to chat to him but seeing as gleeso is the rock legend that he is looking this guy up was a cinch from the pubs of london to the stages of the world he's gone almost as far as his octave range you'll take my life but i'll take yours too Please welcome tonight's with Dave Gleason, one of the greatest metal singers of all time, from one of the greatest metal bands of all time, from Iron Maiden. It's Bruce Dickinson. Well, this is a huge honour, Tomo. I am stoked right now to be talking to one of the greatest vocalists of all time, uh, Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Bruce, welcome to the show. No, thank you very much. I'll try to, li- I'll try to live up to that when I get to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you've been doing it for years and years now, um, but you're still managing uh, to have this horde of fans that absolutely adore you guys. You've just done 30 dates to 750,000 people over the last few months. It's an extraordinary career. What do you put it down to, the, the kind of the, the fans' uh, engagement? Uh, well, we obviously we done everything the old school way which is we we turn up you know and uh people see us in the flesh yep um and that's what makes the difference so i always i mean the analogy i make is like you know we're like fans our fans are like layers of layers of plywood on a table you know and every year we just grow a new layer of plywood and the table keeps getting thicker you know so when we do these you know these big arena shows or even stadiums now you know, there's there's no way that the fifty thousand people in in Sweden uh, who are in that stadium, there's no way they're all like people our age. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because because most of the people our age are home in bed, dead, <laughs> well, like that. You know, that must be an amazing thing to see these new legions of fans, kids. Like you must see, you know, ten, twelve year old kids there with their parents, bigger brothers, etc. It must be an amazing, uh, amazing thing to watch from on stage. Yeah, it, I mean it's. You can, I mean, you can sometimes see like you know family units where dads passed it on to the kids and things like that, and and people having like a rite of passage where they say, yeah, it's my first maiden show. You know, I'm so stoked. It's really exciting, uh, and it makes it it's brilliant for us. You know, I mean, it's exciting for us to go and look at the front, you know, the front ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty rows that down in the in the GA GA floor mm. and realise that. They're you know, they're not just people standing around. They're really, really, really rocking and getting into it. And they they understand the music and they're, they're down with the detail of it as well as the show. It's really it's really satisfying to have that, you know, audience like that. And and the thing about it is the, the Iron Maiden uniform, and I don't know how it came about, whether you guys engineered it, but it's a... A, a, a denim jacket with the sleeves torn off and a one of your many, many um, Iron Maiden album covers or whatever on the back. It's it's nuts. Everywhere you go, you see them. Well, I mean, it, it varies from it varies from country to country. I mean, I don't know if it's, uh, if you can say it's, a, I, I mean, I'd say it's more, maybe, it, maybe it's a personal choice or a style rather mm. than a uniform because, you know, frankly, you know, I, I don't care if people turn up to Maiden Show in their bathing suit uh, <laughs> as long as they have a great time. You know, I mean, uh, that's that's the crucial thing. And and the great thing about Maiden fans, uh, which uh, 
some people appreciate and some people haven't quite figured out is that we're a very inclusive bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, So we really embrace just about everybody, you know, not just, you know, uh, the the straight old thing, the old cliche that, oh, yeah, yeah, no, girls don't like heavy metal. Yeah, yeah. It's misogynist. And make, you know, all that rubbish, you know. So I think we've got past that. But but also, you know, there's people out there in the audience doing like cosplay stuff and really, really getting into it. So the the maiden maiden group, if you like, um, of, of fans are really really inclusive. If you if you the, the only um, the only sort of like qualification you need to be part of the family is that you just happen to like Iron Maiden. doesn't matter whether you have two heads, three heads, no <laughs> heads, whatever. All, everything goes. Everything is cool. And that's wonderful because it makes for an absolutely brilliant atmosphere. Mm. You know? Now, this Future Past tour, which you're uh, currently on, um, uh, it's celebrating. You, you're one of these bands that's able to go out there, and you've got the album that came out, uh, Senjutsu, that came out uh, 2021. Um, but you were able to play quite a few songs off that without the, the the audience, you know, turning off, oh, we don't like new songs. Well, yeah, that's because they were- <laughs> That's because, strangely, um, they actually like the music. (laughs) (laughs) Which is bizarre, isn't it? I know that's a really weird concept now, you know, where people actually go to a show to listen to Mm. the music. Uh, um, But it's because we're not, uh, you know, fashion icons Mm. or, or anything else like that. We've always been... You know, how can I put it? You know, we're we're not like Michelin star chef type grub. We're meat and potatoes, right? And uh, and 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 it's 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 straightforward why people why people come to see us. I mean, the songs are not necessarily straightforward, but but the the attitude is, you know. And we still play we still play all the songs in the original key. We don't drop yeah right down tune and stuff like that. We still play everything too fast, you know, because we're all <laughs> excited, you're on. you know. Uh, we've never played to click tracks or, like, time code and everything else now because I see a lot of bands now and, and I'm going, hang on a minute, hey, you, set, you sang that without moving your lips. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, so th- there's all this backing vocals being flown in, left, right and centre and everything. Um, but, but we don't do any of that. Um, everything is analogue and real. Uh, so um, we are kind of old school in that respect, but I think that pays dividends because the audience understands that that, it, that reality is in, increasingly kind of rare mm. now. Oh, it's, definitely. You know, we're kind of, yeah. Um, so with all these, uh, you know, what's what's uh, Senjutsu was your sixteenth studio album. How do you kind of? Um, pick the songs that go into that two hours? Because, I mean, obviously you could play all night if you wanted to. Yeah, I mean, the... the um, we, we take the theme, like the Future Past tour, obviously we said, well, we're going we're gonna to look at basically somewhere in time mm-hmm. as an album which has been really underrepresented in terms of us playing it live in recent years. Um so, and then you, you throw in some songs that go, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to do Fear of the Dark and Iron Maiden and The Trooper and, oh, yeah, let's do like, Wasted Years. So you, you, you just kind of come up with an album with, a, with a, a concept which is 
a, a theme for the show in uh-huh. terms of music. And therefore, we we have a little nod towards Seventh Son, but Seventh Son and those are earlier albums, you know, we, a lot of the songs that we would normally have played in years gone by, we've kind of put them in, they've going to the semi-retirement home at the moment. <laughs> So there's, there's somebody wheeling them around in the garden right now. Um, you know, With little, little uh, sun hats on. Yeah, little song hats on, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, little talks bubbles coming out of their mouth saying, one day they'll pick these. Yeah. Uh, and, and indeed, we will. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll dig those songs out again uh, in the future because, you know, this, we're, not, we're not planning to stop touring. I mean... You never know. We might all get hit by thunderbolts or, yep. you know, some piano might fall on our head, you know, <laughs> out of the blue, clear blue sky. But, regard, you know, if, if none of that happens, uh, we don't see any reason why as long as we're still cutting it live and people are turning up and having a great time, it's like, why stop? You know, sure. we just have it. We have fun. Um, now, you do some stuff um, famously away from rock and roll, yeah, a bit of fencing, and um, obviously you're a captain uh, and you're able to fly uh, the biggest jets around the world. Do you credit that with kind of uh, keeping your love of Iron Maiden going, that it's not your whole life just hasn't been consumed by Iron Maiden? Um, well, there's the, 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 a few of those bits uh, have been... Uh, uh, been put on uh, well on, on permanent hold. So <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm 65 now, right? So I just turned 65. Well, in most jurisdictions in the world, you know, if you're a pilot, commercial pilot, 65, you know, they they sneak you around the back and just put a bullet in your brain. <laughs> you know, like an old dog or an old horse, got to put it down now. You know, no use anymore. Um, so uh, and yeah, the last time I went near a, a, a commercial aircraft to fly it was like 2017 so six six years ago right. so uh no but i'm but i'm more than happy with 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 maiden and everything else i'm uh i'm still fencing you know i'm, I'm a veteran now there yeah. you go. so i play in what in tennis they call it masters events we call it vet vet events you know and there's a there's a vet team and i was uh in uh you know a Still do like Commonwealth Championships and vets things and all the all the rest of it. Now, being a vet's brilliant, actually. It's fantastic because all you have to do is survive and, and wait, and eventually <laughs> everybody else will die, and then you get in the team. So you, know, you must have trophies and all that. Do you, do you proudly display those uh, trophies uh, for, from your fencing up alongside your uh, many many music awards? Well, the music awards didn't hurt. That's the difference. Um, you know, so, I mean, music awards were like, you know, yeah, I remember working hard for this, but I mean, the fancy trophies were like, ouch, that one hurt, you know, like, so, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have, I don't have that many trophies. I mean, the trophies you get for fencing are sometimes a little bit rubbish anyway. Like, they, um, I remember I did a couple of things in, in England. We won a couple of, uh, national competitions back in like the, the late eighties uh-huh. and uh and it's the two most innocuous little gold medals and I'm like, you know how hard we have to work <laughs> to go and get those medals. These two pissy little medals, you know. And then and then at the same time, you know, that I've got this enormous great plastic 
cup thing from some little competition just like up the road, you know, <laughs> that, that nobody cares about, you know. So it's like all sport things. It, it's uh, you get you get respect from your fellow competitors. Sure. For uh, being, um, yeah, for being a competitor, basically, for being competitive, and and that's how you get respect. It's not about how big your trophies are. In, uh, in truth, I don't think you know. And uh, does that competitive nature? I mean, uh, you guys are. I've seen these a few times, and the the energy on stage is phenomenal. Along with the the amazing production that goes with it, you guys are just uh, all fireballs of energy. Um, does that is is that something that you every time you go on stage, you go, this has to be, you know, we have to be on here because you know people can uh, people can be pretty cruel when you uh, slow down a bit. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We we um, we're we're super conscious that uh, audiences, whilst they're wonderful, can also be very cruel. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, and as a singer, obviously, you know, you, you're sort of, uh, you know, you, you're uh, I suppose more vulnerable mm. to you know coughs, colds, sneezes, all the rest of it. You know, uh, plague of frogs. You know, the usual stuff, <laughs> plagues. You know. So, so there is that, but I, I don't go around worrying about it too much. I think if you just, uh, you know, try and keep yourself in good nick, get a good night's sleep, and you know, drink reasonably, follow the government guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we cannot wait for the future pass tour to get here in Australia because you were supposed to come down here, obviously, when all the crap went on in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, uh, it was. So disappointing. I was just like, ah, oh, you know, um, no, I was, uh, I, I was, I was, I was gutted by all that. I mean, uh, the, you know, what can I say? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a brilliant, it wasn't a brilliant experience for the world. Sure, sure. But are you bringing the whole show here? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Absolutely. baby. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we, the, the full, the, 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 the full Monty is is arriving. Um, well, we'll, we'll be well. Both, but you know, I mean, <laughs> unreal, mate. And I've got to say, um, talking once again about Senjutsu, a um, hundred thousand physical sales in the UK. I mean, it's pretty well unheard of now that type of physical sales. Everyone's obviously streaming and stealing music, but um, it's amazing for you guys to be still selling that many units to people, and it's a testament, obviously, to uh, to how dedicated your fans are. Yeah, I mean, there's two things there. One is that that uh, uh, one is the, the big comeback of vinyl, mm. um, and it, it's not just you know Iron Maiden fans. This is like across the board, uh, and uh, and the, the reason for it is that you, you, if you get a really well cut vinyl record, it really does it really does sound great. Yeah, I mean, I was in a studio recently cutting uh literally physically listening to a, a, a an acetate which is the precursor of the thing yep. that gets pressed and turned into the, the so so i was listening as a test acetate and we'd been in um it was actually for the solo record and we'd been in in an atmos studio mixing this record in dolby atmos yep for a, a, you know a, a version of the record and we've been in all day and going Wow, this is so super cool! I said, "Well, let's go out and play the uh, 
let's go out and play the Astate now then. Okay, so we got it out, stuck it on the record player. And the producer and me and Roy, the guitarist, we were sat there and we were just, I mean, we were open mouthed at how <laughs> good it sounded. And we were like, wow, we've just been in this high tech studio with blah, blah, blah. The needle on the record just straight. Wow, what a great sounding album. Wow. Unreal. And um, no, we were pinching ourselves. And, 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 and that's the power of, of vinyl and that, you know, whole analog thing. So I hope people, you know, that the, the buy the stuff on, on, on vinyl. Um, I, I hope they play the record. Mm. You know, it's not just people think, oh, yeah, they probably buy the double vinyl because, you know, they want to stick it on their wall. No, I think people are genuinely playing the records now. Oh, which is amazing. I think it's fantastic. And of course, um, with you guys always having such brilliant artwork, it gives you the chance to, uh, to for people to see it, where how it should be seen on an LP. Yeah, I mean, the, um, the, we, we put a lot of care and attention and thought into all of the peripheral stuff that goes around the music, and that's why I think people quite like to buy it, because it's it's basically worth buying. Unreal, mate. Well, thank you so much for your time, Bruce. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Cannot wait for you to get back to Australia. And one more thing, if you do see Tony Harlow uh, at any stage, I've seen him here in a uh, photo with you guys, getting your gold discs backstage at the O2 Arena. Say day to Tony Harlow from Dave Gleeson. Old mates. <laughs> Yeah, I will do that. I will do that if he turns up. And I'm in Vancouver at the moment. So I'm, unless he's hiding outside, I don't think I can't see him right now. But <laughs> Cheers, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure, Bruce. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Fantastic. Thank you. For all the latest rock news, interviews and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.